Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, May 17th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregonians should brace for another potentially damaging fire season this summer. Despite the record rainfall in the Willamette Valley last month, that rain and snow likely helped, but expanding drought conditions in the rest of the state have set the stage for another challenging summer. Mike Shaw, the Oregon Department of Forestry's fire chief, said he was thrilled by the recent good weather west of the mountains, but he said the rain did not make it to central, southern, and eastern swaths of Oregon. Quote, the fires that start in these regions will be very hard to suppress, Shaw predicted. Even the recent rains could make for extra grass and plant growth that could add more fuel to fires once they dry out in coming weeks and months. Oregon is trying to prepare by providing more planes to battle wildfires and funneling more cash to hire wildland firefighters. Shaw said he expects to have all those positions filled by the time fire season begins. Two people were struck by MAX trains in Portland in the span of 48 hours this weekend. One person died and the other was seriously injured. Investigators with the Portland Police Bureau said neither is believed to be a suicide attempt. On Friday evening at 10.30 p.m., a pedestrian was struck and killed on Northeast Burnside and 160th Avenue, crushed by a westbound MAX train. Authorities have not released that person's identity, but the death marked the first tied to a MAX train so far this year. Two days later and four miles away, a MAX struck a pedestrian at Northeast Jonesmore Street and 82nd Avenue at about 9.30 p.m. on Sunday. That person remains in critical condition. There is no pedestrian crossing near 82nd where that person was hit, meaning it was likely a restricted area. 27 pedestrians were struck and killed in Portland last year in what was the deadliest year on record for traffic fatalities. The growth of COVID-19 cases in Oregon slowed down dramatically last week after six straight weeks of rapid growth. It's not clear if that means the mini-surge or bump is actually coming to an end. Oregon saw 4% more COVID cases week over week compared to the previous growth for those six weeks. At one point, we saw a 50% increase in case growth. Test positivity, though, remains high, with 10% of tests coming back positive in the past 10 days. Hospitalizations, as is the case with other surges, are slower to catch up but still rising. The number of occupied beds increased to 251 statewide last week, a 25% increase over the previous week. Most modeling shows Oregon will top out at about 320 occupied beds in the next month. As with other surges, it's still not clear how expansive this mini-bump is, as the number of cases reported doesn't include at-home testing in most cases. Tuesday is a huge day for the Portland Trailblazers franchise, players, and its fans. Root for them ping-pong balls to bounce the right way. After a season of utter woe, part of it intentional, Portland now has a chance to win the NBA's draft lottery. The lottery kicks off at 5 p.m. Portland superstar Damian Lillard will represent the Blazers at the event in Chicago. Portland has a 9% chance of winning the top overall draft pick. It also has a 20.5% chance of falling back to the number 8 overall pick. Portland had hoped to have two lottery picks in this year's draft, but it lost that opportunity when the New Orleans Pelicans made the NBA playoffs. To learn more about the draft lottery and how it will affect the team's future, tune into our Blazer Focus podcast later this week. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.